You're listening to the Digitally Irresistible Podcast, where we cover the optimization of digital technologies and irresistible people. Brought to you by iCore. Each episode features someone who sheds a little more light on the ins and outs of delivering a great employee and customer experience that has a measurable impact on the business. And now, here's today's guest. Welcome to another episode of Digital Irresistible. I'm your host, Bernie Borges. Today's guest is Ada Smith. Ada, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Bernie. Uh, it's good to be here. I look forward to our conversation here. So do I. So do I, Ada. <laughs> you know, you work with some really cool technology, and I can't wait to dive into it with you. But first, I'd like you to introduce yourself. What is your role at ICOR, and how did you get there? Okay, so I have been with ICOR for 20 years. Um, I spent the first 12 years in finance, a very different world over there learned a ton. Um, and then I moved over into our data solutions and analytics department, um, where I was introduced to software deployment and working with different applications and technologies, um, which is uh, you know quite a bit different than accounting. Um, after that, uh, I joined our innovations lab, which was um, headed up by PJ. And um, from there, I got to uh, experiment with a lot of cool technologies upcoming things. Um, I spent a lot of time and attention on gamification concepts uh, during my time there. And then um, for the past couple of years, I have been in our solutioning group. Um, so this is now uh, customer satisfaction and digital solutions. So um, what I get to do there is actually deploy these types of solutions. And one of the ones we're talking about today is RPA. That's right. That's right. So I guess your official title is Director of Analytics. I remember when when we first met, I was really impressed by your title, and I really wanted to dive into what you're doing with that. And as you said a moment ago, we're really here to talk about RPA, Robotic Pro Process Automation. Easy for me to say, right? <laughs> and, you know, I was doing a little research, and RPA has been around, the, the term has been around for about 20 years. But let's begin with the basics, Ada. Why don't you give us a definition? Explain, what is RPA? So RPA, as you said, stands for Robotic Process Automation, um, and it's a technology that was developed to perform complex, repetitive, rule-based tasks. Um, so in the same way that a human does them, we build a software that's going to do them through you know, web applications, browsers, things like that. And what this does is it leaves our employees able to focus on high-value tasks, things that are decision-making or customer service. We take care of all of the rote, copy-paste kind of actions for them, and then this allows them to uh, spend their attention and time on the things that are going to um, improve our customer experience, our employee experience, um, our survey results, things like that. Um, so there are a lot of advantages to using RPA, right? You can... Um, really focus on eliminating errors, focus on accuracy, improving individual KPIs, um, improving our customer experience, our employee experience, as I mentioned. So there's a lot of value in, in bringing RPA into the organization, whether it's from um, our operational point of view or it's from back office uh, processing. You know, Ada, I'm, I'm interviewing a lot of um, employees at ICOR across the entire organization, including agents, call center agents. And of course, as you know, we employ thousands of those. I would think, I've never been a call center agent myself. 
I would think if I was a call center agent, I would really love to have access to RPA. So what's your experience been in terms of the, the reaction, the feedback, the reception of RPA as a tool to call center agents? Yeah, they love it. Um, because what this does is it, it takes out the questioning factor, right? The, I don't know what to do next. So what we can do with RPA is we can we can uh, use it in a couple different forms, right? We can do an unattended um, workflow where we're automating the process end to end. And so therefore the agent no longer even has to do that process. Or we can do an attended workflow where we are guiding the agent through. We're going to do the... Um, you know, the filling in the fields task or moving them from application to application. We're going to do all the hard work and then we can guide them or prompt them on what they need to do next. So it also plays into training. It reduces training time, um, which is one of the values as well. Um, it allows the agent to feel that they know what to do. Um, it takes out some of that uh, decision making that's not around the right things, right? We want the decision making to happen around what they need to do on whatever process they're working on, not on which screen do I need to go to. So we get to do that for them. So the reception has been very good uh, from the agent perspective and the yeah. supervisor, right? We take out a lot of the questions. Yeah, I bet. As I said, I, that, that's what I expected. What, what about challenges? I mean, what kind of challenges are associated with deploying RPA? Is it on the technology side? Is it on the training side? Is it you know, all the above and then some? So uh, the challenges are on the software side, um, simply because we're not able to use the the work for our, uh, like the framework that we're currently using for RPA on every single client. However, we get creative. Um, we have ways around things like that. Um, we look for other ways to automate that can help them out. So you're going to have some challenges sometimes with that. Um, sometimes too, the use case isn't quite what we thought it was, right? And that's why we have what we call our center of excellence. Um, so this is a group of developers and analysts, of which I am a part of, that evaluates um, use cases across our organization. Um, like I said, they could be customer facing, they could be agent related, they could be back office. And we determine what's the return on this? Are we going to get any value out of this? Um, what Are we getting efficiencies? Um, and then we decide, is the development effort, you know, is it extreme? Uh, RPA is not easy software. It's not something you can just plug and play and it's sure. and it's simple. There's a reason we have a group dedicated to this and it takes a lot of time and energy. And so you want that return to be um, worth worth the time. Um, so it, it's not a challenge, but it's something we, we need to look through whenever we evaluate a potential new RPA case. Sure, sure. Okay. Well, I, I'd love to talk about RPA in action. Do you, do you have an example you can share with us? Yes. Um, so I'll give you a couple of cases. Um, so we have an internal um, back office case um, where this was um, really repetitive Cubase work um, where we were uh, doing multi-level approvals um, and multi-level reviews. And then it was causing like backed up queues and it was just taking a lot of hours out of someone's day. Um, we implemented a, a full end-to-end -end automation, which approves the entire request, goes through every single option, um, decides what the end result should be, and then it takes up to the next queue, right? And this was internal, you said? This is internal. And so this is 100% automation and it's still in production. So uh, this is one of the ones um, that I personally love because we were able to take 
a human process and completely automate it. So that's an internal example of something we have done. Um, we have also done some external, um, well, external, meaning that um, we're working with our operations team um, with one of our customers. Um, so we have an airline client um, who has a back office process that requires very specially trained agents to work off large Excel files, multiple applications, screens, a lot of copy pasting, um, and it was leading to uh, long handle times. Um, and so what we did is we built um, a very interactive, complex RPA, and we automate all of the pieces. Um, like what, the was, what was the use case there? What, 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 what did they have to copy and paste in the Excel file? So they were taking like account numbers, bringing them over into the application, and then they have to do all the research around it. Well, they also have to type in names. Okay, so anytime I see anyone typing something in, I automatically trigger my little RPA right. hat, right? Yeah. Um, they are. They had to do then like the same, once they made the decision on what was going to happen, they did the same series of steps. So it was like 30 steps that they did, and they were the exact same every time. Once again, that's a trigger, right? Hey, we can automate that. Right. So what we did is we we did automate that, but what we're doing is we're also doing a guided workflow through it. So we're prompting the agent saying, hey, now you need to go do this, select continue or whatever it is, right? So um, that one is a really successful one too because the return on that one is reduced handle time. Um, so we're meeting our, our uh, client's requirements on that one. So, um, and that one's going to continue to evolve too. We're putting in some uh, new enhancements. Um, so that's the thing with RPA too. It doesn't necessarily end, right? You always find a tweak. Every time right. I look at them, I say, we should speed that part up or wait, right. we don't need to stop there or I should stop there and make the agent um, approve that. So that's, a, that's another point too. You can build something completely end to end and then you can actually have a human being do the final step. If you if, if you can kind of build your comfort level with RPA, not everyone is as comfortable just turning everything over to a bot. But um, the feedback <laughs> that you're getting on each deployment of, of RPA is the feedback both anecdotal, what you're hearing from agents, as well as data. Is it both? Yeah, definitely data driven. I mean, it's it is definitely the anecdotal too. Um, so what, like I mentioned, um, it's not. It, it's the supervisors, the um, the clients sometimes themselves and the agents, but then there's a huge measure process, right? right. So that is also a, a big part of what I do. When I'm building the return, I'm then looking to see that we get it. Um, and that's another little benefit of RPA that I don't think people realize. It's kind of hidden in the background, but we're tracking every single bit of the transaction now. You have reporting on things you never had before. You didn't know how long an agent was spending on this screen or um, that they were doing this much time on this step or that they were always picking this selection. We now track every bit of that because that's just the nature of the bot. Yeah. So I now have reporting that I'm able to provide to our operations team on things they've never seen before. So then we start to get to process improvement, right? So RPA can be a stepping stone to actually improving our performance. So um, there's a lot of value in doing this besides just the obvious automation of it. Yeah. And, and it's great for client relationships too. <laughs> yes. They like it. They like it. it. It looks good. And it's, it's, it's fun to talk about. I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. This is what we should and be doing. Fantastic. So that was that one use case. Was there another use case? Well, um, we've been working on a, a variety of different ones. Um, so that was the, uh, 
airline industry. Um, the original one I told you about was the internal one right. where we were uh, automating our back office queue. Right. Um, we've worked on a, a variety of other use cases looking at different industries. Um, I am interested in um, trying to do a little more integration with other applications. Um, so that's that's something I'm going to kind of look into um, over this next year is how can I start to um, bring RPA in with some other initiatives that we do in the digital world? Um, okay. Well, that kind of leads me to, you know, with, with what you and your colleagues are working on in the center of center of excellence, what do you see is next for RPA? Well, we definitely want to continue to build RPAs um, throughout i So I want to expand our uh, portfolio, um, continue to do different types of examples. I want to be able to show you that we did these 10 RPAs and there's, I can cover this, this use case, this use case, this use case. So um, that's continuing to um, to move forward. And then, as I mentioned, working with other applications, doing different integrations. Um, you know, can we combine RPA functionality with IVRs, with uh, SMS texting? Can we do different things um, where we now have these uh, you know cool technologies that we can then help um, improve our client performance? Which is always what it comes back to. Yeah. You know, as you said, I mean, any opportunity to improve process is 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 a bottom line savings, right? Yes. So yeah. anything that we can do to impact that is fantastic. Ada, it sounds to me like what you do is a lot of fun, but I'm still going to ask you this question, and that is, when you're not working, what do you do for fun? Uh, well, um, I love to cook. Um, I love to read. I'm a voracious reader. Um, I sing. Uh, so yeah, I, I, anything arty I'm, I'm into. Fantastic. Uh, well, Ada, I could keep talking to you about RPA for a long time, but uh, we're going to leave it there for, for this episode. I just want to thank you so much for joining me on this episode of Digitally Irresistible to talk about RPA. And I can't wait to continue the conversation. Yeah. Thanks for having me, Bernie. This was great. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Digitally Irresistible podcast, where we cover the optimization of digital technologies and irresistible people, delivering a great employee and customer experience that has a measurable impact on the business. Brought to you by iCore. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast player so you don't miss future episodes.